What is going on, 5'9 Gamers? My name is Joe Wags, and today I will be your host for your favorite podcast, the Dokkan Battle Podcast. Our podcast is presented to you by 5'9 Gaming. 5'9 Gaming is your source for all things gaming, anime, and entertainment related. Be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date on all things 5'9. Today's episode is 101 Superhero Da, which is, uh, you know, what the Gammas say. It's very, very cool, very Japanese-y, right? But it's all about the Gammas. Dragon Ball Superhero is here. Uh, we're very, very excited for it, but I can't do it myself. I have two fantastic guests with me today. First up, we have the man of many gotchas, Gal Riot. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, mate. The weekend started. I'm chilling. Good to go, bro. Good to go. Awesome, awesome. And then next up, we've got uh, all the girly say he's pretty fly for Vilify. Vilify, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, but I can't help but notice you've already used that one. So we're going to need some variety here. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. You, you got to give me some material then. Got to give me some material, you know? Well, uh, if you if you watch the top five super attack animations list, you could say perhaps I'm AGLUI's number one fan. Okay. Oh All right. AGLUI's number one fan, Vilify. All right. There we go. Uh, unfortunately, go. Minato can't be here. Uh, he was too busy stealing my tweets and he got arrested for stealing my tweets. So he's, he's not going to make it. He's in punishment. <laughs> he's in tweet stealing uh, punishment. You have to keep up with our Twitters to know what's going on there. But all good fun. All good fun. So uh, let's hop into it. Uh, so we're going to start the Gammas. They're going to be the kind of the big talk. Now, Vilify is the JP player. Uh, Gail and I are representing Global over here. JP's had the Gammas for a little bit longer, but, you know, I've had a few days to play around with them. I've done some crazy summons. I'm sure Gail's done some summons. So first off, um, let's start with Gail. Just tell me how your summons went, if you summoned for these bad boys. I did do a couple of multis because I am skipping Vegeta and Trunks, but I am also primarily saving for the Heroes banners because I am a huge fan of the Super Saiyan 4 transformation. As yep. a result, I did only like two or three multis uh, on Gamma 1 and 2, and I ended up getting two Fizz Brolies, so I will take my <laughs> L and leave, to be quite take honest. <laughs> I'll take my L and just move on with life, to be quite All honest. Right. Now, it didn't go so well. I mean, I got coins at least out of it, but I don't know what to use those coins on, to be honest, right now. <laughs> yeah, you just got to wait for something good to get in the shop there. Um, mm -hmm. Vilify, do you remember back to your JP summons or did you summon for them at all? How'd that go? Oh, yeah. Uh, you see, I have to be a responsible Dokoner at the right. moment. So I had about, I don't know, I've done probably 500 stones worth. Uh, okay. Zero featured. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so, well, Gail, I would take your, take your Broly's and smile, all right? <laughs> smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did get a, uh, a copy of the STR Piccolo that came out. Uh, oh, nice. Banner, though, so. Yeah, yeah. That's, a dub, that's, I would that's say. about what I have to show for it, but I already had it. So he's 69. I mean, I'd, now, argue but, uh, to say, I'd argue to say that's better than the Broly summons, to be quite honest. I was going to say it's better than several of the Dokkan Fests on that banner. So uh, you lucked out. Sometimes you get those banner units. Um, so I'm, I'm going to apologize right away because my summons were quite lucky. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about that's my new. summons. Uh, yeah, right, so no, I'm that is new. That is new because uh, I've been getting very poor luck lately. So in total, I did 850 stones. I got two Gamma 1s and I rainbowed Gamma 2. Uh, quite insane for 850 stones. And actually, if I would have stopped earlier at 400 stones, I had two Gamma 1s and four Gamma 2. So it actually took me 450 to get that last copy of Gamma 2. I could have stopped at 400 and been really walking on sunshine, but I'll take 850 for the rainbow. I had to chase it when I was that close. Absolutely insane summons. And um, something that's completely unheard of is I got two Zenos and two Whis animations in my videos. And I think, I think Whis animations and Zenos are going to be more common because you have double the chance to get those animations. And we've never had that since those new animations yeah. came out. So I kind of wanted to point that out, but it was crazy. And I think one of my summons was literally like Zeno followed by a Whis animation. And one of my Whis animations was Beerus and Whis flying in. So I knew I got it. But another one was just a stray Beerus on his own. Nothing special. And it, it turned into Whis. It was crazy. So uh, quite insane. <laughs> quite insane summons. Now, I'll take it. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure the, the double Zeno stuff has been a thing for a while now. Because you think that like top legendary summons and stuff like that. Yeah. Had, like two big featured LRs. So we've seen units where you because i remember vividly getting a zeno during the six-year anniversary for part two yeah it was uh golden frieza in 17 because i'm praying like just please don't be golden frieza i, please right. golden frieza. Please I don't think be golden the frieza. chances are higher though because of less featured units. there's less like, featured though yeah yeah that's, when that's we're, true when that's we're talking about because when we're talking about two brand new dokkan fest being on the same banner at the same time it hasn't been since the trunks amasu banner way way back in the day and that was way before yeah. these animations so i think it's mm -hmm. the first time since modern animations we've had two we're talking about just on a Dokkan Fest banner? Dokkan Fest, brand new Dokkan Fest. Okay. 
units where Kazeno and uh, Weiss can only trigger a brand new Dokkanfest unit. That's the only mm-hmm. thing. And it's the first time we've had that since those animations came out. So I think people are going to be seeing a lot more Zenos and yeah. uh, uh, that. And actually, I didn't get any Goku Black Rift. So, but I'll take the two Weiss animations. That was super hype. So now that we've talked about summons, um, let's talk about what you think of the Gammas. Are they the best TURs in the game? Where would you rank them? So, Vilify, I'm going to go to you first as a JP player because I know uh, Kid Goku comes into the mix there for you guys. So, where would you rank uh-huh. the Gammas in terms of top TURs? If I had to do a top three list off the top of my head right now, I'd probably put Gamma 1 at 1, I'd put Kid Goku at 2, and then Gamma 2 at 3. I just really like how Gamma 1 is just so defensively built and how, you know, he his kit kind of works with the guard and he gets hit. So uh, the most experience I've had using them, though, is in the Cell Max event. And I don't know how much time you guys have had to play around with that, but it's almost like with the Gammas, you don't want to super because you want to build them up and they just do so much damage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... uh, I like Kid Goku a little bit more than I like Gamma 2 just because of the damage reduction support that he gets, which isn't too hard to get. Like, you think seven orbs, like, that's really scary, but Kid Goku is also a rainbow orb changer. So him being able to give some of these units to have a lot of damage reduction, even more damage reduction, you think about uh, Android 8, who can literally take, at 55%, can take a Cell Max Super for, like, 90k. Mm-hmm. When, right. you know, you see a lot of other units, especially in that AGL phase, taking two to three million damage. So I'd say I like Gamma 1 the most out of all those three, but Gamma 2, I mean, obviously both these guys are solid. For sure. Um, Gail, where would you rank these guys? I mean, for global, I mean, they're an easy one and two right now, right? I mean, there's no yep. doubt about that. I, I don't think we need to even make an argument for it. It's insane how strong but all, all three of these characters are, including Kid Goku. The only real issue I have with Gamma 2, and I think that's where he's go- that we, we're going to start seeing gaps once they start adding more and more TURs come in, right? Is his kid is very much similar, I would say personally to me, as he's like a mini cooler sort of kind mm-hmm. of unit, right? He's a very mini sort of LR cooler. And one of the biggest issues I have with cooler is, well, for me personally, some of it comes down to a little bit of RNG, right? That you could get hit a little bit hard, especially if a super comes out of nowhere on slot two. If you have him in there, it can lead to disaster potentially. But also in the long run, I feel like these sorts of units can become susceptible to power, inevitable power creep, which we've seen clearly is happening to units right now as well, right? You know, with people talking ill about so many units like Pan, Majin Vegeta, and stuff like that. If you go over on Twitter, it's ridiculous what's happening over there. To be to be quite frank, I'm, it's crazy to see how many people are getting crazy over a power creep, but it's inevitable. In a gacha game, that's going to happen. So for me, I think that's my only concern with Gamma 2, but Gamma 1's design is flawless in my personal opinion. They designed him extremely well. So I love Gamma 1 more so than Gamma 2 right now, but I do believe the there will be a lot of units that will slot in between them, like, for example, Kid Goku. For sure. Um, yeah, I, as a global player, I agree that the, the Gammas are definitely top tier for me, top two uh, units in the game. Um, something that might get overlooked with them, just because of all their other power that I love about these units, is that they are also support units. And I love mm-hmm. when I love when a leader is also support, because you know, down the line, as these units start to age with power creep, and there's going to be things that are better on rotation units, you then could float them, and they would still be very powerful floating support units on teams, um, which is very, very good. So I think they're going to have longevity that way. Um, I really, really like them. And the fact that, you know, Gamma 2, you know, I've been using my rainbowed one quite a bit, obviously, because I think he's ridiculous. Um, but he's dishing out fully built up, you know, three 10, 11 mil attack stats a turn. Absolutely insane. If he crits Cell Max, he can darn near one turn that final phase. I mean, yeah. it's all about getting the crits, though. He has type disadvantage, which makes that quite quite difficult for him if he's not hitting it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, these Gammas are crazy. Um, very happy that I got them. I think they're, they're really good units. Now, the one thing, too, that gets me really excited is, obviously, we know it's not going to be long until we're seeing Beast Gohan, Orange Piccolo, right? And yeah. in terms of the movie... You know, the Gammas by far are not the lead characters. So if if these more kind of, they're kind of like side main characters, but if they're this good, how good are Piccolo and Gohan going to be? They got to be busted beyond all belief. So I'm very, very excited uh, to to see what they're going to look like, right? Um, so do you guys have just anything else you want to say about the Gammas? Any personal experiences with them that you want to talk about uh, when using them? 
I, th- I can circle back. Go, sorry, go no, ahead. no, no, you can go ahead first. I want to make a point about yeah. something else. Uh, not necessarily yeah, them. In I kind of do. But yeah. Yeah. I just want to circle back to what Joe was talking about with the, uh, the longevity of units, especially with support. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think we can all kind of think of one common example of a unit that has support and kind of aged very well. Maybe not in terms of his own power, but just like the units he supported. And we think about AG Alterlis, right? Yep. Yeah. Being on the final Trump card team. He saw usage probably until about 2020, I'd say. And he'd been out for like two years at that point. So he had, you know, you could use that unit with all the support that he's giving. And then with his EZA, obviously, he got even better. So it was like uh, units that have that support, they can really age well, regardless of how good they are. And this Gamma 1 and Gamma 2, I can't imagine they'll be uh, power creep very hard I'm, for a good bit. I mean, if you see people, people are still running units like freaking Kid, Fizz Kid Boo, bro, for Fizz showcasing. Kid Boo, exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. of course, they are using it to, you know, showcase the power and stuff. But people can have fun however they want. I mean, that's how, that's how it right. goes, to be honest. So... I think it's fair for these support units to keep coming in. And they, we do need to have more and more support units coming out. I feel like it's a very important mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I wanted to make a point as well. And this is more so in relation with also Kid Goku. I'm loving the fact that they're doing these triple leader skills, you know, mm-hmm. with double 30%. I don't, I, I'm, you guys might have already talked about it in the previous podcast or something. But uh, I just wanted to point out as well, because I've not been part of it. I think it's fantastic. You know, it, it allows for so many more units to start coming out. I think Pan is a unit that could have probably used something like this, right? Um, and a couple of other t- units as well, uh, or units and teams as well, could have used this way back when. But I'm glad that they're finally doing it from now on. And I'm, I cannot wait to see some more interesting units that will actually be able to be used on various teams because of their leader skill. So definitely down for it. Yeah, and the other thing that this banner shows is that they're not afraid to give the multiple leader skills to one and not the other. So we saw mm-hmm. one of the gammas had like the triple setup and the other one had the double setup, which means in the future, when there's a dual Dokkan Fest, they're going to base it on the categories. If the categories are weak, like let's say Beast mm-hmm. Gohan only gets two, but then maybe there's a Cell Max that gets three, you know, on yeah. the other side of a dual Dokkan Fest. We know that that's not a possibility, which is really, really awesome to see. So um, I very much am enjoying those leader skill setups as well. All right, so let's go ahead and we'll move forward here. But next up on JP, we've got a brand new Bardock. So we want to know, you know, he's not actually out yet, but I think videos are out on him. We know what he does. Um, we know what the banner unit is. So based on what we're seeing, kind of what are our initial thoughts on, on this Bardock? And is he meeting or matching the current meta? Is he a little behind? Is he busted? Um, so Vilify, I'll jump to you first. What are you thinking of this tech Bardock? So let's put this into scale, right? Mm-hmm. He could be considered busted if he was six months like younger, right? Yeah. He, if he had come out a little bit earlier, but we've seen the gammas, we've seen Kid Goku, we've seen the seven year LRs, we've seen the worldwide download celebration units. And this guy is just not up to snuff with kind of the units that we have at this point. Uh, his animations, I would say, are a little bit on the underwhelming side, but his intro is very cool. I'm a big fan of that. But Overall, I'd say even when he comes to global, I'd say this guy is just kind of like a look the other way and just pull him when he comes back later, I'd say. Not a huge fan of what this guy does, honestly. His uh, scouter restriction, he gets a scouter for five turns, but he is not like Gogeta or Vegito, the uh, LRs, where it's uh, unconditional. It has to be uh, when he is on rotation, so it can be a little bit tricky. Sure. Um, Gail, do you have initial thoughts on the Spardock? I have to, uh, you know, agree with uh, Vilify on a lot of what he said. Um, he also has a bit of a contradictory kit, it feels like, in the sense of, you know, for example, look at the last part of his kit, if you have it up on screen or, you know, if you guys know what he does, pretty much. He gets effects on Rainbow Keysphere, right? So his, if he gets one Rainbow Keysphere, he gets attacks effective against all types. But then for some reason, with three Rainbow Keyspheres, he gets crits. And it's like, but, but there's not much of a big difference between those two you could have easily done something better for him that would have made him even stronger by, say, mm-hmm. giving him an additional attack that has a great chance to become a super attack or something like that. I think even something like that would have been fine. But then you look at the rest of his kit as well. It's very basic and bland, right? There's not much going for him that makes him seem like, okay, he's an amazing unit kind of thing. He, he just seems very eh. And, and in all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised if people start rating him lower than units like, say, Ginyu or Pan. Um, in all honesty, j- just because of what they can offer to a team versus what Bardock can offer. I don't know. I, I'm not the biggest fan of him either. And I think they kind of played a misstep here. I don't know if he was planned for, you know, maybe like ages back or something like that. I don't know. It's just a weird release for sure. We have to look at his uh, active skill condition as well. 
Um, mm -hmm. It says, so I'm just going to read this verbatim, right? Yeah. Able to be used once three or more turns, once three or more turns have elapsed from the start of the battle, and there are three or more allies belonging to the team Bardock category out on the team, mm -hmm. or once five or more turns have, have elapsed from the start of battle, and HP is 50% or less. So turn five, already not so great, but you can get, it's like coolers, right? Where yeah. if you're fighting a pure saying you get it early, but what, what team can you possibly run a difficult content where you have uh, three or more allies belonging to team Bardock, right? Like you have like the well, free to play Bardock, uh, potential EZA, yeah. you've got the banner unit and then what? Pasha. 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 But the thing is, as oh, well, right. um, I, 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 I could be corrected on this. Um, but it, it could count the friend Bardock as well, assuming you're running him on the same team. Of course, if you run mm -hmm. him on other teams, like say maybe like Connected Hope or Entrusted Will or something like that, and you're running a different leader, I can see where that can become a little bit of an issue. But if you're running him on his own team, I mean, you just need a friend mm -hmm. himself and one extra unit, the Toro or Fasha, pretty much. I think both would work. Right. So in that regards, it's okay. I think I think the first part of his uh, active skill is fine. I think his active skill is actually probably the best out of the rest of the kit to be quite honest there's nothing else in the, okay in the rest of the kit because the active <laughs> skill at least is easy to obtain i mean what it uh, does is yeah. kind of and eh, because again if you get three or more key spheres again that contradiction mm -hmm. comes into play again he performs a critical hit with three or more rainbow key spheres and then his active skills make every attack a critical hit but it's just like why though he already does <laughs> it in his passive what's wrong with the, they could have done something else with the active <laughs> skill maybe Boost Raise it. defense for allies. Exactly, yeah, like, something like that, or guard for two turns, or something like that. I don't know. Make it unique. Make it different. Make it interesting. But instead, his kit is just a big contradiction where they're doing two things at once, and it's just a mess, in my opinion. Yeah, it's there's some redundancy there. I think anytime you see a unit that is uh, super effective against all type and gets crits, I basically see that as a wasted effect slot that could have been used on something like damage reduction, or like yep. you said, Gal getting an additional. Um, would have been a lot better there. Um, the other thing to remember when talking about the active skill, I agree with Gail, the active skill won't be an issue because that banner unit, Fasha, um, is very, very good. And then also don't forget the LR Bardock, uh, Int Bardock should be getting an EZA. Um, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that Bardock squad has a ridiculous 60% support. It's going to make them look really good. Hoping that, you know, they get the Ginyu, uh, Ginyu Force uh, LR EZA treatment and then they would be like kind of a slot in on that team automatically and then you've got what you need, right? I think I think part of reason, the reason people are pretty pretty underwhelmed with this Bardock is because they were expecting the Ginyu treatment and he gets compared directly to Ginyu and I would mm -hmm. say on paper now I need to use Bardock to actually judge him more properly but I'd say on paper I think I do like Ginyu better and Ginyu is quite a bit older than Bardock um but I think people are expecting Bardock to be a little bit more defensive and get two banner units not just the one um yeah. I still think he's kind of on equal footing there with Ginyu because his banner unit that Tora is very good and then you could consider the other Fasha to be like I see Fasha kind of feeling the Raccoon Galdo slot very defensive could possibly slot into slot one um but it would have been nice I really thought they were going to do like the you know the the Fasha Borgos Tora whatever like the two combo the two pairs of combos just like they did with Ginyu that would have slotted in so well um and I would say yeah don't underestimate STR free to play Bardock um, I think he's actually going to look pretty good here. It's just clunky because then you got three Bardocks on the team. And then you yeah, also yeah. have LR EZA Bardock, but same thing, um, clunky, you know, and, and he's supposed to be an on-rotation damage-dealing unit. So, you know, the Bardock team does have pieces there, but it, it doesn't seem to flow in gel yet. Still seems a little incomplete. Um, I'm liking the Ginyu squad infinitely better. Not to mention the Ginyu team has two really good free-to-play uh, EZA LRs, which we're still waiting for that tech one on Global. Does anybody know offhand when that tech won EZ8 on JP? I'm trying to um, wonder what celebration RFs, we're going to... RFs. Oh, gosh. And they're getting, like, delayed to oblivion. So who yeah, knows when we'll get we're, that. We're, Dang. We're, we're probably not getting RFs till Jan, I would say. And even then, because I, this is a little bit off topic. Global will be getting Vegeta Trunks next. Heroes in the uh, end November. Christmas oh. in December, we don't know what's going to happen. Potentially, we could get Beast Gohan and Orochi I think Gozen. that's what people are thinking. I think yeah. that's what people are thinking, so, but you don't know. ROFs ain't coming till Jan at the very least. And even Murd Zamasu and a Golden Frieza, they're also going to be delayed to all hell and back. So the, the schedule, this is one of the reasons why I always hate them mucking about the schedule and changing everything. But of course, in certain situations, like when the re movie releases and stuff like that, they kind of have to. So. It is what it is. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, and I'm hoping that maybe 
they bring, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of hope they bring that Ginyu LR maybe with the Vegeta and Trunks earlier, just shove it in somewhere. But yeah, I, I ever since we got the Ginyu squad, I'm like, give me that LR because right now the Ginyu team is just like one unit short, right? And I just want mm-hmm. that one one in there, right? So, yeah. all right. So uh, we've kind of gone through Bardock. Um, next up, we're going to jump into the free-to-play units. So for the free-to-play units, we have a Halloween Debura. Uh, we have a Super Strike Tycon EZA, and then we've got Android 8 and 17. So I'll just give you guys a chance to kind of talk overall about the units, if you want to talk all about all three, or if you want to talk about any that you've used more. So, um, Gail, we'll start with you. Just what are your thoughts on these free-to-play units that just came out? I'm I actually kind of impressed to an extent. I think it's kind of cool what they've done with these two units, both Devora and uh, 17 and, uh, and Hachan. I'm kind of ignoring Pycon because I feel like he's decent, but... You're going to probably use the DFE one more so than anything else. You're going to use the Dokkan first one, so I'm just going to ignore him for now. <laughs> and I haven't worked on him yet, I'll be very honest. I still have to get the stones from it. Um, but I kind of like the uh, 18 and Hachan, especially. They have a good condition. Guards all attacks for eight turns. Obviously, it's a little bit conditioned in the, in the sense it's eight turns only. But, I mean, with, you know, events asking you to only, you know, finish it off in eight turns, I mean, they expect you to do it in eight turns. So I guess that kind of helps in that regards. He has da- they have damage reduction as well under a certain amount of HP, which you're going to be under more, more or less. So decent in that regards. Uh, Deborah, a little less so, but I still think he can be decent in some situations, uh, more, more so in Super Battle Road and stuff. But, of course... I mean, this is more so for players who are just going to be, you know, needing units to use in Super Battle Road, and they can easily pick up this unit because he's going to do extremely well with his uh, lowering attack. And then, of course, getting all this defense and attack as well when it comes down to um, having the opponent in attack down or defense down status. So in that regards, they're pretty decent. I actually think these are some decent free-to-play units. Not so much for red zone and stuff, but just general mid to high level content, they're decent. For sure, for sure. Um, Vilify, what are you thinking about these new free-to-plays? Have you used them yet, or just what are you thinking on paper? Well, we got to talk about PyCon. I don't know why Gale didn't mention this, but the name of PyCon <laughs> is Blazing Blazing Gale PyCon. You know, like, oh, how can man. we not talk about that? I mean, bro, like, that, that's your unit, you know? You have to... I have to yeah. just change my profile picture, everything. You, on Twitter, yeah, this is, this YouTube, Blazing Twitch. Gale, exactly. Yeah, I Gale, I, I, I want to see him as your friend unit ASAP. I got to be using your friend <laughs> yeah. PyCon. Let's go. God damn it. So, <laughs> yeah, one thing I, I... I can appreciate the commitment to the Halloween factor on these units just for the fact that they uh, recover HP with candy. Now, before the show, I had to ask. I'm like, recovers HP with candy? What does that mean? And it's like literally the most niche thing ever, right? It's like when you're fighting a Majin Buu that changes orbs to candy spheres, it's like most of the time it's zero key. But with these bad boys, you get 5,000 HP. That's a, lo- mean, that's a lot in this era of 700 It's a game changer, HP, brother. It's a game changer. The, the meta of the 700 to 800,000 HP, that's that 5,000. Dude, I'm I still mean, trying well, to awaken my SGR Boo. I can't pass it. Second. So <laughs> yeah, if we want to, if we want to play, uh, if I want to play devil's advocate here for my no item run for the cell max missions, I left the last turn right before I won with like 4.7 thousand HP. So you want to know how, <laughs> you know, how much? If, if there had been candy there, bro, you would have been set. No, no, I'm I'm telling you, you want to know the percentage? If you have a 700 thousand HP, you're only recovering 0.714 percent of your HP with one candy. <laughs> that could be the difference on the cell max super. It can Come be, on bro. 1.7 percent, baby. That's all that matters. I just told you, I had 104 thousand HP in the uh, LR blues. They took 100k from a normal and dodged the other one. <laughs> so that's you know that. 5,000 HP makes a difference, but I do like how this, uh, I'm a, I think if my favorite of the three is the EZA for, uh, Android 17 yeah. and Hachan, uh, Gail called them Android 18 and Hachan, but we'll get I that. did. <laughs> you I did. Um, but, uh, I do like this damage reduction when HP is 80% or less, I feel is not that hard to get to mm-hmm. in addition to the guard that they have for eight turns from, from the start of the turn. Right. Yeah. So eight turns, like that's a pretty decent amount, right? Like we talk about these events that, you know, they want you to clear them in eight turns. We have this from uh, this these guys. Like by the time you're done, you'll still have their guard anyway. Yeah. So, uh, I think my favorite thing about the Deborah in specific is his SSR art. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> it's the googly eyes. Another. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad we got again, that Gail, Yeah. So when bosses are like this, where a lot of the hard bosses in the game at this point, you you can lower their defense, but you can't lower their attack. Uh, these guys could kind of slot in nicely, especially in the Super Battle Road area, because mm-hmm. on their unit SA, which you need, there has to be a PyCon in there. So you'd have to be, I guess that's really just another World Warriors type of thing. Yeah. Maybe Busaga. But, um, you know, you raise attack and defense and also lower the enemy attack. That's like the ideal Super Battle Road uh, super attack effect, right? 
lower their attack, you raise your defense, and then, you know, if you get, like, two or three supers in, before you know it, their attack is super, super lower. So, mm-hmm. I think for free-to-play units, this is about par for the course. We talk about the Candy Vegito, we talk about Gotenks and Ghosts, all decent free-to-play easy A's, and then we have other stuff like this. So, Halloween usually provides us with some free-to-play gems, I'd say. Yeah, I would say they're, they're okay. Like, I don't see myself using them in most cases, but I would say for, you mm-hmm. know, newer players without a large box, like, there's definitely some use. The big thing I get out of the Angel Deburra is that he is a support unit, a generic super class support unit. So mm-hmm. there's always mm-hmm. some value in having a decent support unit. The thing I don't like about like PyCon, PyCon just seems super generic. You know, with free-to-play units, I like them to be either defensive or supporting. But when you try to just make them like generic hard hitters, it typically doesn't work very well. Um, and, you know, part of what makes PyCon good is he does a, a pretty nice attack down. Uh, but that's going to be more of a super battle road skill, right? And then... So I could see some use on Super Battle Road. Uh, with Dubura, I'm never a big fan of units that get stats when enemies are debuffed, just because so many enemies in the game negate debuffs. So, But there are some harder enemies where you can attack down or defense down, which is nice. But um, I could see myself, you know, once again, I, it's going to be more situational. If I need to do an Otherworld Warriors quest, I think both of these guys might slot in nicely because Otherworld Warriors is a fairly weak team. So um, I think there's some use there. I do agree the best of the batch has got to be... Uh, 17 and android 8 or let's just call them android 25 right android 25 <laughs> yeah. here uh pretty pretty solid but anytime you got the defense i think there's some value there defensively here for our boy android 25 so um i haven't had a lot of time to use them though my opinions might change as i use them more uh it's been kind of a busy week for me but i'm excited to try them out i'm working on getting them upgraded right now but on paper you know kind of like you guys said they're okay might be some use for them they're probably par for the course um in terms of modern free-to-play you know it's not like they uh lr master roshi days where it's like oh my god this free-to-play unit's crazy i wish mm-hmm. they did that a little bit more um mm-hmm. and maybe there's more coming but yeah they're, they're all right i would say so you say that really well with android uh with master roshi they just like yeah they were so over ambitious with how good they made him because they're like there's like they can't match that anymore they're like oh we made him too good people mm-hmm. are still using him in 2021 yeah. i mean like, even, well into even at the time right? i love the physical ui goku as a stacking defense unit well and supporting. 40 percent support yeah, yeah like he yeah. was solid man I mean, that 60-year uh, anniversary free-to-play set is still, I would say, kind of unmatched. I mean, version Z Goku came along, right? But He's good, yeah, uh, yeah. Outside of that, do we have any other free-to-play unit that we can write home about? Kind of, not really, um, I would say. The, I would say the free-to-play Ginyu EZAs are very, very good. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, I would say, but they kind of needed it. That, they were, that, that was yeah. what they were trying to do, right, with the Ginyu Force, was just make them an indomitable team, I suppose, right? So... I thought of something. Here's something that two units have in common. Tech Gohan and Free-to-Play Master Roshi. They both messed it up for everybody else, right? <laughs> yeah. So Free-to-Play units don't get good buffs anymore, and units don't get Unconditional Guard anymore. Yeah, I would say, so, the, I would say the Free-to-Play units during the Worldwide with the Metal Coolers and, like, the Tech Cooler, like, they were somewhat impactful. Like, they're good, but they're not Master mm-hmm. Roshi level, like, as, like, a yeah. must-slot-in unit on his teams with, mm-hmm. a, like, a, like, the new busted mechanic that the game just came out with, which was Revive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. just crazy but yeah so i would say these guys are par for the course right fairly decent uh little uh, free-to-play units um mm-hmm. so next up uh we're gonna jump into some dragon ball heroes talk because that's a big celebration coming up very soon on both versions of the game and we did get some announcements and some teasers for that so what we know is coming is we are getting a hearts with uh active skill and everyone's excited for that do voice actor to be on that active skill voice animation mm-hmm. um I don't know the name of the unit. If you guys know, but a free-to-play waifu chick that's on, she was listed it's there. It's lags, I think. Lags, lags or rags, I think it depends because yeah. like Japan yeah. does the L's and the R switch, yeah. so it's yeah. lags or rags, something like that. Yeah, something and then like. and then we got the Limit Breaker Super Saiyan 4s, which uh, when they were announced, I'm thinking, all right, they're going to be on full power, which means that Tech Super Saiyan 4, four po- full power Goku's going to get a scouter. I tweeted about it, and then Minato co- copied my tweet, and that's why Minato's... Uh, He's sitting in the corner with the dunce cap on this week. He's he's not allowed to be here. I uh, he stole my tweet. And then uh, mm. Super Saiyan 4 Bardock and Super Saiyan 4 Gohan are getting awakenings. And yes. then the big shocker is last year's units, Robel and Supreme Kai of Time Brainwashed are getting awakenings. And that is very interesting to me because I really like those units. And it shows me that now they're willing to go out of order. So what I want to know for from you guys, let me know what do you think about these announced units? Are you hyped for it? And what do you what do you want to see coming in terms of like easy A's and whatnot for the celebration? So Vilify, I'll start with you. What are your thoughts on this hero celebration coming up? Allow me to be a voice of reason here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay. One thing with the heroes units that kind of uh, rubs me the wrong way is that their animations aren't exactly always killer. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yep. No, you're right. And yep. they tend to, from what I feel like, they tend to age off in like a week. It's like they're really fun when you pull them, mm-hmm. and then it's like, when have you realistically, other than I know Mass Ningen is a little bit different with his hero stuff, but when was the last time you used God Trunks? Like because it's like, ooh, God Trunks is like a fill-in. It wasn't just an excuse to use God Trunks, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. No, and I, I feel agree. like that could be. The one thing that had this year has going is the fact that these Super Saiyan 4s are on a very good team with the giant 8 power yep. beyond Super Saiyan. You know, there is a little bit more room for them to be super good, but I just feel like the way they've done heroes, it can be a little bit scary. But overall, super excited for the fact that we could potentially be seeing, who knows, even maybe a fusion between the two. It, it, no one really knows because we don't have the specifics yet. We just have like pictures of the characters, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. Right. Um, my gut feeling, because they typically don't reveal like the main headline character. My mm-hmm. gut feeling it's going to be Super Saiyan 4 Limit Breaker Gogeta because I believe it was revealed that the artwork of these units are from on the actual Dragon Ball superhero cards from the card game. The card that their artwork was on, those cards fuse into a Gogeta. So that's kind mm-hmm. of my guess, but I'm not sure. Um, Gail, what are your thoughts on this hero stuff? I'm down for it. I, I, like I said earlier on, I'm a big Super Saiyan 4 fan. So for me, saving up for this is the big, big thing now, pretty much, right? Gamma 1 and 2 can be shoved to the side. They'll come back. And I'm expecting Gamma 1 and 2 to come back on Beast Gohan and Orange Piccolo's banner. So realistically, mm-hmm. people shouldn't be too worried about them, in all honesty. Um, But I am very, very excited about it. But I will agree with Vilify. Like, for example, SSJ for Bardock, I ain't gonna lie. I am a little bit concerned about him in particular because his kit is reliant on having crossover characters right if i'm not mistaken currently whereas gohan is a little bit less risky because he's his uh damage reduction is actually based on giant tape power which you can you know use any super saiyan for from the main series or heroes to be able to activate that right so that's an advantage as well but i also agree with generally what he said about like older units not really getting the time to shine but there have been units i mean people are still using for example i'm well, maybe not now but, like, at a point, people were using, like, Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks. His easy was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So there, there have mm-hmm. been good releases that have been used from there on. I mean, I remember using Super Saiyan 4 Vegito for, like, a long time as well. Um, especially after the release of, uh, well, I think he came, he came out right before, he came out right after in Destiny for Gogeta as well, right? So you could use that team for a very long time. But there is obviously that factor of like, yeah, they, they can some of them can be very, very notorious and in the sense that they will age out rapidly compared to other units. But there are some shining gems in there, I feel like. And in terms of easy A's, I'm very excited because we should be getting easy A's for some amazing supports like Supreme Kai of Time, right? Um, which will be amazing, right? Uh, adult Supreme Kai of Time, that is, of course, I should say. Yep. Not, uh, not the evil one that we got last year. But... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm always looking forward to Heroes. It's something different. It's something unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something I wish we got more often, but I understand, you know, licensing and, you know, uh, uh, contracts and whatever it may be, the, you know, all the businessy side of things that can come into play. But I wish Heroes was more common. At least twice a year would be fantastic for, uh, personally because you get just so much more opportunities as well. You could probably introduce LRs and stuff, which I, I, I guess I should probably mention that we might get an LR this year. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you do you guys think we'll get an LR this year or no? I think it's possible. I think it's it's anything's possible because Dokkan has done crazy things that we're not expecting. So I definitely yeah. think mm-hmm. it's possible. I would say I'm not expecting it, but mm-hmm. I would say it's it's possible. Um, and as you guys were talking about earlier with them not having maybe as hype of animations and maybe falling off quicker, I think part of that is because they're technically not Dokkan Fest, so they don't treat them like Dokkan Fest. Right. They're yeah. kind of like really good banner units. It's kind of what they all are. Um, and, and I guess the benefit of that is it's like one of the few banners in, in, in the game cycles where you get guaranteed featured on every multi, which is absolutely insane. And for veteran yep. players, I think there's a lot of value because you get so many uniquely named characters that can help fit on teams and link with other characters, which I really, really like as well. Um, in terms of units that have a lot of longevity, I've used Intoa like forever and ever and ever as a support unit. Yeah. Not, obviously, she's fallen off. And then Tech Supreme Kai of Time, as you mess, uh, mentioned, who's up for an EZA, she could be quite impactful. I think the most impactful EZA we're going to get out of here is STR Super Saiyan 3 Zeno Goku, um, because yes. he's got garden damage reduction, which that combo is just lethal. So if they do him justice and they give him some defense, um, I mean, they're probably not going to make him stack defense because then we got another Tech Ultimate Gohan on our hands, but he <laughs> has the potential to be a very influential unit. 
and I don't believe his kit relies on Dragon Ball Heroes in any way. I think you can put he him does. on. It does. A damage reduction oh, is per Dragon Ball. Is it per? Is it okay? Yeah. Um, so depending on how much damage reduction you want, but I think he could be quite impactful on a lot of teams, right? So mm-hmm. very, very good. And it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Super Saiyan Three Vegeta. But he's kind of like a kind of a generic card hitter type of unit. But I, there's a lot. And here's the thing: because they did uh, the Supreme Kai Time Brainwash and the Robel early, it makes me think maybe they could do easy ace early what if they easy ate super saiyan 4 broly and vegeto early because they want them to go with the limit breakers right like That's i funny. think there's de- definitely some possibilities there the other thing that i think they need to break the seal on i do not believe any free-to-play dragon ball heroes unit has easy eight so i think we need to get some free-to-play ecas i think there's yeah. a free-to-play cumber there's that salsa guy um, there's some free-to-play units in there that could be kind of fun so i want to see some free-to-play ECAs this year i think that's something else i'm looking forward to yeah, I think that would be really cool. I think, like, yeah. uh, for example, Great Salmon for the free-to-play one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's pretty cool. I remember using him for, like... <laughs> I remember using him for, like, uh, legendary Goku runs, basically, as well, at a point, because he stacked defense and attack, right? So yeah. he's a very good option as well. I agree. I think that would be something cool as well. Yeah, and I think, like, Sealess and Fu could be interesting extreme units to get Awakenings, or not Awakenings, but ECAs. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's some potential. Because Sealess, I think... I, I used him once. One is, is I forget that Sealus actually transforms. And two, I forgot Sealus is actually a support unit, which is kind of interesting. So um, Sealus uh, could be an interesting guy uh, to get an easy. So I'm excited for it either way. And I'm like Ningen. I'm just hyped for it because I'm someone who has a really large box with a ton of characters rainbowed. And I love just getting fresh new characters, which I think is why the Dragon Ball superhero stuff with the Gammas is so exciting because it's like new fresh characters right and that's what's yep. so exciting and we know the anime's coming back and we're going to get a lot of new fresh characters there so it's just exciting but we'll see what my stones are looking like after trunks and vegeta because you know i got to get me that trunks and vegeta right mm-hmm. <laughs> uh anything I'm else really happy yeah go ahead yeah i'm really happy both of you guys are very excited for heroes oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not like a i'm not cool. a jump up and down for heroes kind of guy but i can understand how excited oh i i go deep on heroes and i love getting yeah. like it's a banner where i can because i'm not like a a mega whale like truth right like people yeah. call mm-hmm. me whales because i rainbowed gamma too but i did it in a very limited amount of stones um so heroes though is a banner where i legitimately go in and aim to rainbow the units because with guaranteed featured you can do it very quickly so last year i think i rainbowed the, pretty much the whole banner um it was mm-hmm. awesome. So I'm going to try to do that again this year. So um, moving on, uh, we've got some new cell max missions. So for those people that are unaware, they actually added a boost to cell max, which is special pose. So special pose units do a ridiculous amount of damage, which we kind of talked about earlier with the gamma one and twos. They almost do too much damage. You have like no time to build up and you're on that final phase of cell max. So um, I want to know what your guys' experiences are with these missions. Uh, one mission is beat it with six artificial life form, and the other one is beat it with six special pose. And then I think it's beat it within eight turns or something like, or no, beat it with no items, I think. And then there might have been an eight turn one also. So um, Vilify, what's your experience with these cell max missions? I'm going to need some jail time for whoever decided a no item run mission was a good idea. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, I think really this, this uh, as someone who has not pulled the gammas, just I just cannot do the special pose one or the artificial life form one. Yep. But um, I know Minato did videos on both and go figure the artificial life form one involved AGL cell who I also don't have. So <laughs> it's like, you know, really I'm just between a rock and a hard place, but um, uh, for the no item run, I specifically did the kid, go- uh, kid Goku based team. Sure. Uh, and he, he got the job done for me. I, I think it was a movie heroes uh, lead with uh, gamma two. Sure. And then, um, you know, Kid Goku's support with, like I said, if you run Kid Goku with Android A, who are both movie heroes, because, yep. uh, you know, it's Path to Power, mm-hmm. you just find yourself doing, uh, like, just Cell Max just can't hurt you. Like, obviously, if Kid Goku takes a super from Cell Max, it's going to be difficult. But, yep. you know, if you just want to cliff notes this, it's either you pull the gammas or you're going to have a hard time. Right. Um, I will say for artificial life forms, a hidden MVP is Super Strike 16. Um, super yes. Strike yeah. 16 gets damage reduction when guards. He doesn't guarantee guard, but against the final phase, he does because he's got type advantage. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Super Strike 16, low-key, very good there. Um, Gail, have you tried out these missions yet? Uh, I've been suffering. I do not want to talk about it. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously, <laughs> I didn't get Gamma 1 and 2. Like I, I was going to say, Gail, yeah. I got I to gotta cut you off. I got to say, Gail, how are those two physical Brolies doing on this mission for you? Yeah, it's their <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, wanna, I, I actually want to talk about those missions. I'm, I'm just surprised they went for... I mean, I can see... I, I Obviously, we know why they went for Special Pose and Artificial Life form, but they could have been yeah. a bit nicer and done like... 
movie heroes instead of special foes, you know? Right. It would have been that would have yeah. been so much more easier for so many more players. And I think they could have kept the uh, artificial life forms category one as a bit of a extra, you know, like, okay, this is a real challenge if you want to do this one. And I mean, anyways, the no item run is a challenge, especially with them locking yeah. units and stuff right like that, right? So anyways, it's a problem there. But at least, you know, the movie heroes one and then clearing it within eight turns, that would have been the easy ones. Let the hard ones be the hard ones. Mm. But we have three hard yeah. ones and then one obviously not difficult, but obviously can be a little bit challenging if you get really bad rotations or something, right? So that's just my take on it. But yeah, yeah. it's it's impossible without, without well, it is <laughs> not impossible because Minato yeah. did it, but you would need very specific units. Like I tried doing it with the Ginyu Force, but of course Global doesn't have tech Ginyu. Uh, yep. the tech Ginyu yep. LR, so we're suffering anyway still. Um, but it's still a challenge because you Ginyu doesn't get any time to build up because you literally just demolish it. In yep. one turn, one shot. Yeah, there. so yep. Ginyu doesn't have any to crit. Yeah, it's a one shot. And then yeah. if you don't dodge with like one of the weaker units or something, you're screwed again. So it's just yeah. like there's, it's practically impossible without the gamma one and twos. It's not impossible, but practically impossible. Yeah, yeah. I think you brought up a good point when you you said how they could have made it a little bit easier. It's like you know I can be frustrated because uh, it's like oh look you don't pull the gammas like they're trying to incentivize you to summon for the gammas. It's like, yeah, no yeah. kidding. That's what people are gonna say, right? Yeah, but, that's, but at yeah, the same that's time, it's yeah. like. Uh, yeah throw us a bone here, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yep. <laughs> how many special pose options are there really? Like, forcing yeah. me to run a Ginyu Force team with a 55% Ginyu, mm -hmm. who, by the way, is a type disadvantage against Cell. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, like, unless you have him with dupes and you're getting, like, that double support from the Burst and yeah. J or the Burger and Jace and the free-to-play Ginyu, it's just, he can't, like, I'm taking 300k, 400k per normal. So it's like, I don't know, what, what do you want me to do no, here? No, but the funny, thing, like, the, with, the funny thing is, if you look, for both artificial life forms and the uh, Ginyu Force, the two alternate leaders are both AGL. They're yep. both type disadvantaged. Mm -hmm. So you're screwed either way. It's just a very bad <laughs> scenario to be in. And then if you look at the older options, I mean, let's say you take Incel, Imperfect Cell, and then what? You're going to take Ent Gotenks into the event? I don't think so. I don't think that's the plan mm -hmm. there, buddy. But yeah, it's just a bit, you're, you're stuck in a very hard place as a result of that. Um, you guys are forgetting the uh, special pose hidden gem, uh, no. EZA Physical Thouser, who absolutely dominates, right? That, that's what everyone's supposed to use. That. Forgot about yeah. that EZA Physical Thouser. He's, he's you I know, I tweeted. Launched, I, I tweeted, he's the goat for this event. Everyone should be able to no turn this thing or, you know, no item it, no problem. Yeah, and then I yeah. forgot about him when he, to be honest, <laughs> let's be real. I think one I way, saw, um, I, I was going to say, one way they could have made this easier is, because I believe the boost only affects your damage, I think it should affect your defense yeah. more. You should be able to defend better if you're boosted, but that's just me. Well, to, a, to be uh, fair, uh, I, okay, I can't spoil the movie, never mind, I shouldn't say anything. I, I'll just show <laughs> that. There's a, um, a free-to-play unit that somebody on the JP side of things used. I can't forget who it is. Let me see if I can find it while you guys are talking. But. Was it for special pose? I, it was one of the category missions. That, it was like a Japanese player he used. I, I could I, I could low-key see uh, maybe Int Rosie, but you would have to have like... No. Like Rosie, Rosie and Ribrianne because... Well, they stack defense, Rosie and Ribrianne. Yeah, yeah, I know, but, I know. Yeah, that's a good but, option, actually. But, I, but I, I, don't, I don't know if they could actually get through, though, because once again, if, you, if you're running Gammas, you're going through way too quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it, it is what it is. Um. So anyways, I'll let you look that up, Bill. But yeah, any any, any yeah. other comments on the Cell Max stuff? No, I think it's pretty cool, though, generally. Uh, I got it. Oh, good. You got it? The, the free-to-play Para Para Brothers. Oh, Para Para Brothers. I have forgot what they do. So, so this guy, so the team that he used in specific, uh, I, his at is like wonky. It's like K4Q87XU something. It's just a mess, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, the usual. He used Int, Go, Int Gotenks. He's got uh, Int free-to-play Ginyu, uh, physical free-to-play Ginyu, Gamma 1, uh, Tech Ginyu, Para Para Brothers, and then a Gamma Two friend. Inter so in interesting. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what the Para Para Brothers do. Uh, to the yeah, I'm gonna look that up. Like, oh yeah, I'm checking what they do right now. One second, because even I'm a little bit baffled. They okay, <laughs> yeah. so they greatly raise defense for three turns. They give allies twenty five percent attack and defense. Um, they get an additional one twenty percent defense, and all allies keep plus two and twenty five percent when they are in the third attack. Uh, when they're the third character to obtain key spheres. That's so it. what happens with Cell Max lock them in slot one? Wah, wah. Yeah, they just got they just got really lucky. I, I mean, at that point, yeah. you got to use a, a Senzu Bean. I mean, I, 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 I yeah. true, true. Yeah. He, did yeah. he did use Senzu Bean. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, they separated the runs then, basically. So yeah. And I bet I bet he just gave him like max dodge, and he like dodged an attack or something like really. It's luckily. possible there. Yeah. It's possible there. Yeah. 
Because technically, any unit can make it through if you give them, like, enough dodge and you just get super <laughs> lucky, right? Like, yep, you yep. can get physical raddits through, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, but the, you're... Not impossible. So, the no item run took me, like, 50 tries. Okay. Oh, God, and yeah. if you're trying to do it, like, to get the RNG in your favor that hard, you're probably going to need a psych evaluation by the time you're done. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's not... I just got to the point with the Ginyu Force where I'm like, it's just 55% Ginyu is not going to cut it. I'm like, I'll, I'm just going to cut ties and we'll come back to this later. Yeah. Five stones, right? Yep. Yeah, the, the one thing about it too is even though the missions are quite hard, um, mm -hmm. that it, there's no time limit on the missions, right? So they're going to be there. Right. People can I, take their time mm -hmm. to get it done. I think more than the time limit, what I really like is that the Cell Max event doesn't have an attempt, uh, you know, limited amount attempt of Attempt restriction, yeah. Thank God for that, please. <laughs> Dokkan, what are you doing with the red zone? I don't. I still don't understand the point of the limited tries in red zone or the god event. It's just yeah, why have it at all? Especially I, when I, the events okay. are so hard. I actually understand it because they want they want to make sure that you're not finishing it off within one day through brute force. But that's just stupid because it's just like, bro, you're just limiting it for no reason. Quite honestly speaking, that's not a valid reason. People will brute force it if they really want to. <laughs> I want to play devil's advocate here. I kind of like the daily attempts on the red zone because. With Cell Max, when I'm doing 70 attempts in a day, my mind starts to break. Yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> and, uh, more so on you. That, that's, you have no... You have no <laughs> that was your choice to do 70 no attempts. Yeah. That's on you, brother. I don't, <laughs> Listen, I don't know how to tell you, but that's on you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course it's on me, but that's what I'm saying. Like, for someone that's crazy like me, it's like, it, it stops me. I, after three fails, it's like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. But with Cell Max, it's like, I'm going until I get this no item run. Right. right. It's like, you know, no, it's just, fair, it, I was literally... That's fair, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> All right, well, next up, let's talk about Super Battle Road. Uh kind of a small segment here but on global uh we got universe six extreme super battle road so let's start with that so gail did you take on the super battle road and if so how did it go i I've, there's been a multiple ones which one are we talking about again this Sorry. is universe, universe this is universe six extreme super okay. battle road i actually had a, a bit of a struggle with this one surprisingly i still don't i don't know how in my like three years or four years since they've been released i still don't have a kill in Khalifa. So I kind of struggled a little bit in that regards, and I had to get a little lucky with uh, uh, tech hits. Uh, uh, what is it, a medium chance to stun all enemies, or it's a chance? I don't remember. I think it's 25 it. or 30%, and it, if the whole medium rotation chance. is okay. U6, yeah, U6, which obviously you're going to be all U6 here. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to get a little bit lucky with that, but once I did, it was pretty smooth sailing. I think if you can get those tech hit, uh, you know, uh, all stuns you're good to go because the rest of the team it just needs to survive a little bit i mean you obviously have tech Kalipla and str kill who are going to be mm -hmm. fantastic pairings but it's just the other units on the team if you don't have say tech kill and Kalipla or agl kill and Kalipla, mm -hmm. you might be running into a little bit of issues but otherwise it's pretty smooth sailing yeah it's not too bad it's about it's really rng with uh tech hit and then also tech hit has two different stun procs in his passive uh one i think is a one turn stun and one is a two turn stun on attack because I think he gets one on a super attack and then one just when he attacks. Mm -hmm. And then we also have the AoE stun, uh, which is very good. So anytime he AoE stuns, that's literally free Ghost Dusters for you yep, um, yep. each time. The thing that people need to watch out for with Tech Khalifla is that the last phase is Beerus and Whis, who are not Universal Survival Saga. So she's not guaranteed dodging, but as long as you build the team right, her natural dodge passive builds up to basically 100% yep. anyways. But mm -hmm. the mistake I made was I also brought her SSR, who does not build up as fast. Oh, no. So yeah, she got one thing. shot against Beerus. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I also had a really unlucky run where it was like uh, Tech Hit was going up against one unit. It's like, all right, I just need to stun. And then, of course, neither of the stun procs hit. And then he got supered out of there. So, um, yeah. But it, it wasn't that bad. Uh, mm -hmm. These extreme super battle rows, they're just glass cannons, right? Like you yeah. use items at the right time. They die pretty quick. They go down quick. You just have to get them out of there. So I didn't find mm -hmm. it too hard at all. Um, yep, agreed. And then Vilify for you, uh, they got a super battle road for giant eight power. Did you take that on? And how did that go? Uh, one turn or one attempt, five minute, no item run. <laughs> Pretty no, easy. You know, LR Super Saiyan 4 is they, they go in, they do their thing, you win. But uh, you cats talking about multiple runs for Universe 6, huh? I thought you were better than that. Yeah, well, you know, you know <laughs> how it is. Sometimes, some, well, what it is, is my first couple of runs, I was, no, I was trying to no item run and I was taking small mm -hmm. risk and I got the worst RNG each time I took a small <laughs> no, risk. You, know, you, you yeah. know what it is more so than that? SCR Kepler is ass, bro. She is the worst thing I've oh, seen. Oh, I didn't run her at all. Bro. I didn't I had to her use her because I, she was my only other option. She was bad. This is where bro. my JP elitism kicked in. <laughs> she because is horrible. With the friend system now, we can just get tech hit whenever we want. So oh, I was up for the because 
when it came back out on global, I'm like, let me redo a video for this. And I went and did an attempt. And it's like literally like, oh, there's just a 100% hit sitting right there. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so but, um, so I, I'm, I'm still a little unclear on what they did on the JP friend system. So is it literally like you can pretty much get any lead or is it just a lot easier to get leads than it was? From what I can tell, it seems like there's just like dev accounts that have uh, that are just like for niche leads, right? That's okay. really like good. if you look at the friends list, you know how. So I don't know how you sort your friends list, right? But like yeah. when you do when you choose a friend support, I have it sorted by dupes, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. know how the special friend doesn't have the little icons, right? Right. That's how it looks. It just says 100 percent and it doesn't have icons. So it's like, say you're looking for uh, like for a really good example is low class warrior missions are coming for yep. uh, the legendary. So you can answer, find right? AGL Bardock's like no problem. AGL Bardock. I just found like for each one, I was able to just go in and find an AGL Bardock and do my recordings for them. Right. No, it was just real good, simple. Actually, yeah. And are those dev but, accounts repeatable or if you use them up, do yeah, they go oh, yeah. away? The, yeah, they're just repeatable. It's OK, weird. I'll take it then. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't know if it was in there's there's a flaw in it because I remember uh, truth in specific was like he was trying to like he couldn't get physical raddits or something like yep. that. Yeah. And the and what broke it is the refresh button. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know. So it's like uh, you say you're running like a Vegeta family team and then it just you hit refresh and it does like a pure Saiyans lead. And it's yeah, not like no, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not trunks of Vegeta. Yeah. It's like it's like Goku for some reason. It's like, yeah. well, why would I want to run him? Right. Yeah. But if you want to take the time to hit like go into the filter and find it, you can find like an. A good example is like an Android 13, a tech exchange boo, like units that people just don't run anymore. You can find now with these dev accounts. Okay. So I, I'm a big fan of how they did that. But it, of course, like with everything, it seems like in this game, there always has to be a flaw, right? Right. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, at least okay. it's better than before. I mean, the main, mm -hmm. I mean, if they're never, I think this is the sign of them not wanting to change it too drastically or once of a mirror lead or even like a sort of like per category friend lead. It doesn't seem like they're interested in it because if they're willing to do mm -hmm. this, go to this extent to where there's dev kind of dev based friends, it just seems like they're going to call it like, OK, this is what you're getting. Deal with it now. That's it. We don't want to hear about friends with <laughs> them anymore, bro. Sh shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. Oh, you caught yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I caught myself, bro. We're a PG product, brother. We're Come on now. PG-13, bro. It's been a while, bro. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's move on. Uh, next, we're going to have a couple of kind of fun topics here. So we're going to do just some kind of opinion type topics here and kind of get our thoughts on some some things in the community. So the first question is going to be, who is our most overrated unit in Dokkan? Who do we think is the most overrated and who do we think is the most underrated unit? So, Gail, mm. we'll start with you. What, what do you think oh, no. is your most <laughs> overrated and your most underrated unit? Don't steal my thunder. Don't do it. Uh, I, 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 no, no, no. I think I'll stick with uh, what you suggested to me. And I kind of remembered of the, uh, as well because of that is how much I've slandered this man in the last, what, four, three or four years is uh, both the UIs, STR UI and AGL UI. Both of them get a shining spot in my overrated list because their 70% dodge is more like 25% dodge. Let's be real. You're gonna, when you want the most, he's missing. He's missing. He's, he misses every single freaking time, bro. I don't understand I this man, bro. It's it's just these guys are so overrated. And the thing is, they also, you know, of course, nowadays, obviously, they're allowed more difficult content to, you know, not disable to dodge. Cell Max is an example, right? As well as like, I think Metal Cooler Core, if I'm not mistaken, he also doesn't disable dodge, which is good. But again, it's just such an RNG hit where if he if OK, so all right, you go in 70 percent chance procs once, twice. OK, the third time. You get hit, you're getting hit. You're not coming back from it. You're getting out of the stage, come back tomorrow, basically, if you're on red zone kind of thing. So for me, I think it's those two. Those two are the biggest frauds I've seen in my entire life, bro. You just don't get it, Gale. That's, that's the problem. No, no, I get <laughs> it. I, I've seen no, it multiple times. I got it multiple times, and I got kicked out and told to come tomorrow, basically. <laughs> Trust me. He's like STR Ultimate Gohan, right? If you make fun of him, he's not going to guard for you. So you have to talk about how good he is, and he'll dodge for you. I have to and caress him every single day, make sure he's exactly. happy. <laughs> you have to feed him, right? He's like a puppy. And you um also, if, if you know, maybe you, in the in the build-up phases you get hit twice or get hit three times and then you get hit with that big normal or big super and then you revive and get your hp back yeah. come on now yeah yeah but 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 by the time he gets the third hit on say cell max he well he's not even existing by the first hit to be quite honest Let's well, be listen he's gonna take the hits in the aoe phase don't worry about it be ready to go <laughs> and then uh gail what do you got for an underrated unit Underrated. I feel like people have been underrating these couple of units, I feel like. But I think my, I feel like a lot of people have underrated uh, 
in recent times, I would say Super Saiyan Goku and Gohan, man. I still feel like they people just don't look at them anymore. And I feel like they're still such a nice unit to run. So much fun. And just generally, if you can get them going, they can get going. And again, it's the same thought process. With now, Nowadays, you look at some stages like, for example, Cell Max or Metal Cooler Core. You can dodge, so just throw Gohan, Goku and Gohan in slot 2 and you're good to go, baby. And with the additions of units like Carnival Goku and stuff, you have that well, slot 1 unit for them, right? So to me, I think that's great in all honesty. So I think they're a unit that I feel like just goes under the radar for a lot of people nowadays. Sure. Uh, Vilify, most overrated, most underrated units. I was kind of scared Gil was going to steal my overrated <laughs> thing. I was, like, I was like, when you made him go first, I'm like, he's going to steal my thunder. Um, I, I know people aren't going to like to hear this, but sometimes you got to hear the truth and it hurts. Um, the most overrated unit in the game to me at the moment, at least on base of what community puts it as, because they like to shell them as the number one unit, it has to be the LR cooler for me, the SDR LR cooler. Uh, his peak is absolutely incredible. You know, we're talking five supers, super good amount of damage, two million defense, but mm-hmm. you're getting that five super turn how many times out of ten probably less than one yeah and when you're looking at this is one of those units that to me what makes what really makes a good unit great is when you don't need dupes for them to really maximize effectiveness right you look at a unit like aglui who gail calls the most overrated unit at one at 55 percent, you're still going to be able to get like the majority of the usage out of him just with his dodging and if you put an additional equip on him he could do triple super still right yeah and with lr cooler it's like if you have him at 55 percent most of the time he's doing two supers and he just looks so fraudulent to me, right? (laughs) With someone like Carnival Goku, I like the consistency of his ability to stack his guard, the easy revive condition where you go into a turn with low HP, he gets you hit, he revives, then he has his guard forever. I personally just don't like the fact that people put this LR Cooler at number one. It seems like a lot of people put him at number one when they're evaluating him at his peak when that peak is just so rare to get. I, I, obviously, he's incredible, and 99% of the content in the game, he shreds, but this idea that he's the best thing in the game to me is just, I think, is him being overrated. And For underrated? Sure. I mean, yeah, who's underrated? And underrated? Oh, oh, and my underrated pick, uh, I have to say, is Saiyan Day 2021, Int Broly. I'm a huge fan of how that game oh, yeah. is designed. He's good. Now, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I thought you were about to say Bardock, and I was about to say... <laughs> Ooh! Good, AGL, yeah. Wait, which Bardock? AGL Bardock? AGL yeah. Bardock. I thought you were gonna say uh, Saiyan Day 2020. No. We got Wicked <laughs> Bloodline Red Zone. He's so good now. There's Wicked <laughs> Bloodline to fight against. Come if he, on now. If he easy A's with this tech Bardock celebration, watch out. <laughs> oh, talking right. 6 million attack stats, guaranteed crits. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. We, we, we got something going. Hey, man, he's, yeah. he's got additionals as well. Remember that, bro. They'll give him they'll give him uh, super effective against all types too for some reason. <laughs> right. Um, exactly. But yeah. Int Broly, I just like how he has the damage reduction against Saiyans, which still like right now we're kind of in that phase where it's very movie boss oriented. So we're looking at mm-hmm. artificial life forms, we're looking at cool uh, wicked bloodline, we're looking at other stuff. But yeah, eventually that tide is gonna turn where we start seeing more Goku related bosses and Vegeta related bosses and Gohan stuff, especially I mean, we're going to come up on the, the, the Gohan Beast stuff, and who knows, maybe he's tech for mm-hmm. some reason, right? Yeah. And there's a boss that we fight that's tech, and all of a sudden this Imp Broly can stack and has damage reduction, and he can really look good against the unit like this uh, Beast Gohan boss. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's only a matter of time before we start getting difficult content related to movie heroes or Saiyans again. Like, it's not always going to be this uh, run where it's Broly's and Omega's and stuff like that. Like, this is just temporary, right? Yep, and we, right. we talk about the bar for difficult content coming in, before, like, the seven-year anniversary, we're talking Legendary Vegeta event, we're talking Goku event, GT Goku event, and maybe at one point we get a Gohan event or something like that for the cell, like, the superhero campaign. Who knows? And I think in Broly, he just has the ability to age well, and, you know, before you know it, we're, th- we're almost two years into his life cycle, so it's like, maybe they drop a surprise EZA for him or something like that. Who knows? Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, well, uh, my most overrated unit, I'm going to say, is AGL Golden Frieza. Um, and mm. you know he's got ninety percent damage reduction, and people are all about it. They love it. They they love it. These jokers on Twitter trying to say AGL Golden Freeze is better than Tech God Goku. I not happy about that myself. But AGL Golden Freeze, <laughs> sure, ninety percent damage reduction, fantastic, right? But if you're under forty percent, and let's be honest, it's very easy to get under forty percent. This guy shows up on rotation, and you are a dead duck. He gets you killed just as much as he can get you saved. And and maybe I've just had really bad luck with him. But every time I try using this guy. He shows up on rotation when I'm under 40% and I'm just dead from normals. He's taken 300 plus K normals in almost all of these hard fights. Um, and I think people overrate him a little bit. 
and uh which, I, I which like HL Golden Freeze is no, but... he's talking about the old one. I even I thought he was talking the about the LR. I thought he was talking yeah, about the LR. Like, like, no, no, no. This is down over this time. is this yeah. is this is the banner <laughs> banner unit or I think was he a banner unit? Yeah, just yeah, a banner yeah. unit AGL Golden Frieza. Yeah, just the literal 90% damage reduction. No, bro, bro, you know what? Global, the LR. <laughs> Global's not getting like, the LR for like two more years. So like, I don't know what this guy does. We don't know what he does. No, sorry. Just the banner unit Golden Frieza. And these jokers on Twitter trying to say that he's better than God Goku. Sure. They, they no. say, you know, well, you can only use God Goku in certain situations. Well, I'm sorry, but pure Saiyans and movie bosses is a lot of the game. And when you can, when you use them, like he's going to, he's going to guard like all the time. He's going to yeah. defend like ridiculous all the time, right? Um, AGL Golden Frieza, sure, you can use him in any fight, but he can get you killed in any fight um, mm -hmm. when you're under 40%. So yeah, uh, AGL Golden Frieza, the normal one. Yeah, see, uh, as Global, I almost forget that there's an LR AGL Golden <laughs> Frieza, right? But yeah, we're not getting this guy for like an eternity. We don't know when this guy's coming. What a yeah. joke. So actually, I'll say LR AGL's uh, also overrated because he doesn't exist. Oh my God. He's overrated <laughs> because go. he doesn't exist, the LR. That's right. Okay. Uh, my most underrated that. unit, Gale stole my thunder because I was going to say Goku Gohan. Oh, I was going to say Goku Gohan. But I will lean, I'll lean off of Vilify because in the same vein that Int Broly, I think, is a little underrated, I think Int Namek Goku fits in that same pod. Um, okay. Int unit stacking defense. Um, he's, he's someone that I think has actually gotten a little bit better over time with the difficult content. So I, I'll say Int Namek Goku for there. So I'll, I'll go I to mean, a backup. Max gave him a resurrection it did right? it did because yeah. and did. we can't forget about like just how good how good 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 he is in quest mode oh yeah. so good in quest mode i Unbelievable. mean yeah mm -hmm. for sure yeah all right well let's go to our last topic of the day um has to do with super attack animations so we want to know what is your favorite overall animation this could be an intro active skill revival any of that um and then what do you think is the most disappointing animation in the game so vilify we'll start with you this time Favorite animation so this, and most disappointing. Yes. So this discussion comes off the heels of the top five super attack animations that we've been doing over on the mobile channel. Uh, if you guys want to check that out, you can go ahead and look. It's one of our more recent uploads where all of a lot of the crew is putting together five of their favorite super attack animations. Uh, I went with one. Uh, I decided to go AGL UI Goku because I'm totally not biased. <laughs> His 18 key. Oh but uh, I'd have to say my favorite animation in the game has to be the uh, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta active skill. Yep, I I, th I think the kind of like the phasing between the two into like the Big Bang Kamehameha. Just I love the way they did that and it was composed and all that. Uh, I remember because we were doing a, a stream with the, on the Five Nine Twitch right where we were reacting to it and that was like like uh, that and the eighteen key from the uh, LR Super Saiyan Fours with the Dragon Fist. That stuff got me the most excited. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say for sure that's got to be my favorite animation right now. All right. What do you think is the most disappointing one? Oh, that's a good one. Um, or I can come back to you. Yeah, I, I how about we go over our favorite and then we'll go over the discussion. Okay, okay, all right. All right, we'll do all our favorite ones first and then we'll we'll cycle back around. So Gail, what's your favorite animation in the game? I think I have to agree with Vilify. The Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta active skill is probably by and far my favorite one. But a big shout out to um the unit is sh but uh the five-year Gogeta oh. his active skill is still very good, right? Uh I mean they will get an easier. Come on, we know that they're probably getting an easier during the anniversary, most likely. We don't know yet. Um who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But um, their active skill is still phenomenal. Gogeta's that is so excellent, excellent animation. Um, but uh, in terms of the worst animation, I have to give a big shout outs to the base Kamehameha, of course, the OG. Can I, I mean should I disrespect it like that? No, 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 I can't. I, I'll have to also <laughs> think about it. But no, I can't disrespect the OG like the Kamehameha that every every character used literally. So uh, I'll have to also think about it to be quite honest. I don't know. All right, well, Gail, I need to start going before you because you stole my thunder like twice on that one. Literally, <laughs> Listen, literally, so uh, we we think way too much alike. So yeah, my favorite overall is the year five Gogeta. I love the Broly movie animations mm. and I love his regular super attack and his active skill. I still think they are top tier in the game. And it's because that Broly movie has those ridiculous animations in it. So and then my most disappointing, I have my notes here, OK, like on a document, most disappointing oh, no. animation. Every generic Kamehameha is what I wrote down. And, <laughs> and here's, here's where this, this stems from. Do you guys remember that old banner unit STR Goku that got a really late awakening uh, during last year's Worldwide? And uh, when yeah. they awakened him, they gave him a super hype Kamehameha. I think it's like Int Namek Goku's TUR Kamehameha animation. 
Yeah. I think mm-hmm. they just need to give that to every generic Kamehameha Goku in the game. Like, they just need to do that. So, yeah, Gail, I don't know how you did it, but you stole my thunder twice. Three um, times, technically. <laughs> three, well, tw- yeah, twice just on this one, and then once <laughs> on the last one, yeah. Um, Vilify, did you have a, a disappointing animation yet? I'm disappointed yeah. in Gail, actually. That's what I'm going to say. I'm disappointed <laughs> so, in Gail right now. Yeah, you going the, uh, the route of every Kamehameha ever, let's go ahead and talk about the injustice that the father-son Kamehameha got of L.R. Gohan and his 18P yeah. pre-revamp. Yeah. Where yeah. they just like, you know, they went on a green screen, they took a Gohan on a popsicle stick, and they just went whoop, 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 you know? Yeah. Uh, I give them, I give them a little bit more that. credit. They at least used a pogo stick, but you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> pogo stick. Honestly, I think if they used a pogo stick, that would be impressive. Yeah. If that was like their, their animators team where they had some guy that never had know how to use a pogo stick for right. like three hours to figure it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'd say if, you know, we just want to talk about like a moment that deserved like real justice. Um, I guess it was that one. And even the updated version, like, it's good, but you never get to see it. So it's almost like AGL LR Gohan's uh, Super Saiyan 2 animation is so disappointing because yeah. you can't see it. Right. For sure. Yeah, it's like AGL uh, Golden Frieza doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Allegedly. All right. Well, do you guys have anything else you want to say before we end our show for today? Nope. I'm good. Oh. All right. Well, that is going to do it. Gail's a naughty it. boy. That's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just once. <laughs> once across the whole thing, all right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, well, that's going to do it for our show today. This has been episode 101 of the Dokkan Battle Podcast. I would like to thank our guests today, Gal Riot and Vilify. Um, and also thanks for Vilify's work behind the scenes with all the background stuff. My name is Joe Weggs. It has been an absolute honor hosting for you all today. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you all on the next one. <laughs>